Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. And welcome to TV Concierge, a daily podcast where The Ringer helps you navigate the extremely crowded TV landscape. My name is Jason Concepcion, and today I am joined by my colleague, New York Times bestselling author Shea Serrano. Yes, sir. And we're here to talk about the new Netflix action movie, Extraction, starring an international cast headed up by Chris Hemsworth, Golshift Farhani, Rudok Shaiswal, directed by Sam Hargrave and written and produced by the Russo brothers, adapted from their 2014 graphic novel, Ciudad, written with Andy Parks. Shay, pitch me on Extraction. Extraction is the best movie I've seen in 2020. I fucking loved Whoa! it. I loved it. Oh! I Shut it. it down. Kaya, shut the mics off. Shut the studio down. Turn the, the electricity <laughs> off. We're done. It's the over. The podcast is over. That's all you need. That's needed. it. I don't know. I don't know if this was because I went into it like a little bit expecting it to not be great <laughs> because I have just, I, I recently watched Spencer Confidential. Did you watch this one with Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> yes, I did. And it I was, was, ex- bad. I was, was expecting bad. for this to be good and fun. And like, it yeah. was, it was, it was not any of those things. It was really boring and, and, and like sucky to watch. So I don't know. I was maybe expecting this to be a version of that. And it absolutely was not. This did all of the things that I need for a Netflix action movie to do. I had so much fun watching. There were like parts in there where I'm saying like, I, oh shit, I, like that's a cool trick. That's a neat thing. Oh wow, that's a good fight. And it just kept going, going, going. There was never like a bad part of the movie. Did you love this movie? Um, I liked it. I thought, you, liked that, you know, it. like here, hold on. Okay. Hold on. The story is this. Ovi is the son of Ovi Sr., played by Pankaj Tripathu, who's a, a drug dealer, drug kingpin. His son, Ovi Jr., is kidnapped by the henchmen of a competing drug dealer, and mm-hmm. they're setting up a hostage situation. So Ovi Sr., his organization, hires... Chris Hemsworth, whose character's <laughs> name is like one of the all-time 
great recent action guy names. Throw Tyler it out there. Tyler Rake. Tyler Rake. Tyler Rake is like an ex-spec ops, current mercenary, uh, you know, private military guy for hire who is contracted out to rescue OV Jr. and extract him. And he's got a whole team behind him. But of course, things go drastically sideways. OV Sr.'s organization actually doesn't want to pay Tyler, so they kind of try to double-cross him. And now between a rock and a hard place, Tyler Rake and OV Jr. have to just kind of improvise on the fly. And there's like some strange bedfellows, some interesting alliances take place. Um, that's basically your story, which to be 100%, I didn't really, I didn't care about. Just like more fights. That To me, that's what it was. It's just like, let me see the fights. Just I cared more. about the story. I love the story. I thought it was I thought the story was pretty good. I, I will say that this is like a part of the recent trend in uh, Netflix movies where they're kind of like churning out these very accessible, high pedigree, fun to watch action movies, starting with John Woo's Manhunt. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, JC Chandor's Triple Frontier, Michael Bay's Six Underground recently. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. mentioned Spencer Confidential, directed by Peter Berg. And now the Russo brothers with stuntman turned director Sam Hargrave. Uh, I It was, you know, it's very reminiscent of very many movies. It's kind of like, <laughs> what if Thor was in the raid and cut off a guy's head with a knife? What else do you need? What else do you need? Some of these action uh, scenes are pretty incredible. There's like a 12 minute, 12, 13 minute chase scene in the middle of it. That's my. That that's uses, the best part of the movie. That uses a lot of those kind of like, uh, you know, Gareth Evans kind of like whip pans to stitch together these like takes so it looks like one long yeah. kind of fluid action Absolutely. scene. And if that's your thing, welcome, because this is your movie. That's exactly my thing when I'm watching an action movie like this. Listen, I, I, I got pulled in when the guy says, this is, this is a version of the line he says, I didn't write the exact line down because I couldn't, I couldn't even tweet while the movie was on, which is how I knew that this was a good movie. I wanted to see every single frame of it. <laughs> But the one guy says, uh, there's a guy who does this kind of work or something like that. And then that's how we get into the into Thor's character when we're like, we bring this guy in and he goes and rescues, <laughs> he goes and rescues the kid. Like when he says that, when he's like, oh, there's a guy who does this kind of work. I'm like, fuck yes, here we go. And then the chase scene you mentioned, yeah, it's that, was the, that was the exact part when the camera comes around and you're like following along with the car and then yeah. it goes into the car and you're yeah. in now in the back seat with Thor and with a kid. And when it, when it went in the backseat, that's when I said, oh, that's a that's a cool trick. I like that. They're doing like a yeah. good job here. And then it just kept on going. The, the Not just the chasing, but then we have the fight with Thor and the other like ex-Special Forces guy who's trying to get the kid. And they're just uh, fucking going at it. Oh, yeah, God. Saju, played by yeah, Ravi Puda. Yeah, yeah. So you and I have had this conversation many times where we're talking about like, you see a, a person in a movie and you go like, I need more of this person's stuff. He was the guy in this movie for me. I'm like, oh, I need this guy in as many movies as we can get him as fast as possible, please. Are you talking about uh, Randy Puda playing Saju? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. He was, he was really good. Their fights. Now, the fighting is, um, I would liken it to the uh, Donnie Yen movie Flashpoint. There's a, it's a lot of like 
mostly like MMA kind of inspired stuff. It's yes. not like the raid where it's a lot of martial artsy kind of, uh, you know, Muay Thai inspired fighting. It's a lot of like arm locks. And then because Chris Hemsworth is literally a giant human he's being. Huge. He's just he's like huge. He's just like picking up people and slamming their heads into you counters. For, you he, forget how gigantic. big he is because you're used yeah. to seeing him standing next to the Hulk. Yeah. And now he's standing next to a normal person. And you're like, oh, shit, you're a foot taller than everybody else. Just everybody. picking up people and throwing them into stuff. And you're just like, yes, I give me more of this. It's so so for, much for, fun. From that perspective, it was it was really almost like a throwback, almost like an 80s throwback to these like huge action stars to see mm -hmm. a guy the size of Chris Hemsworth taking part in these action scenes where he's not super powered. He's just like a huge guy who was very skilled. So it's like more of a brutal, like less of a balletic fighting style, but very effective. And there's a great fight with him and David Harbour. Yeah. Of this. Yes. <laughs> that is just like two gigantic human beings wrecking like a house. Yeah. It's good. Every 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 part of this movie is just fun to watch. And then we also like add into this that Hemsworth is a he's a good actor. Like you forget that yeah, he's, he's a good, good actor because you're, you're so used to seeing him in the in the Marvel stuff where he doesn't have to do a, a lot of anything besides like say some jokes and take his shirt off. But you see him in here like the one scene where he's sitting with the kid and he's like they talk, he's talking about it, his his own yes his background it, and what drove him here and his own uh, child that he lost. He's just sitting there tearing up. And you're like, oh, God. And then the kid is fantastic in the movie as well. Ovi, uh, played by Rudrak Well, he was, I, I think, probably the best, like, actual acting in the entire movie is, yeah. is him. He, he brought a lot to it. It's more than just, like, the scared kid who's, like, along for the ride. He's not, it's not right? like a baby Yoda situation. Like, there's, <laughs> so, there's, there's an actual, like, give and take. And no shots at baby Yoda, who I, I love. Um, but... Big a really <laughs> probably the best performance in the whole movie. Yeah, he's great. The main bad guy is great. The mm -hmm. kid who plays Farhad, who's going to be of the eventual new bad guy is is really good. I was absolutely blown away by how good this movie was. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I watched it again this morning cuz I watched <laughs> it I watched it with Laramie last night. She was doing her work uh, on yeah. her computer. She's in graduate school right now, so she's doing her work. Wasn't hardly paying attention to it. And I'm sitting there, and all she's hearing is just me going like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit, that was dope. The the ones that I'm going to, I already know, go back and like rewatch just by themselves. We talked about the chase scene. I love that. The other one that was like really clever and, and like 40% funny is when Hemsworth ends up in a fight with a group of kids, with oh, Farhad and, and the, and the other one. slapping all of the kids. And it's and it starts out it starts out like that Mr. Miyagi fight when they redid right, yeah, yeah. Karate Kid and he won't yeah. hit the kids he's just making them hit themselves it starts out like that and then Hemsworth just gets frustrated and he just fucking starts smacking them like as hard as he can with his big pancake sized hand yeah just across just like your a whole frying pan he's hitting hand. them with car doors and shit I was sitting there I just. Man, I'm, I, we could do this for 45 minutes and I'm going to just yeah. keep saying how much fun this movie was. One thing uh, to note here is directed by Sam Hargrave, who uh, is a longtime stunt choreographer, did a lot of the uh, Marvel movies. And as we saw with the Wick movies directed by Craig Stahelski and David Leach, two longtime uh, stunt choreographers, when you let the stunt people right? get behind the camera, 
the action is impeccable. How scared are the other movie directors now when they're like, oh shit, they can do this better than we can? Because that's exactly what I thought. As soon as the movie was over, pull yeah. on my phone, I see, okay, directed by Sam Hargrave. Let me see what else he's directed. No other movies. This is his first one. First, first oh, feature. He's a stuntman who's done all of these other ones. And that was the first thing I thought too was, oh shit, this is like another Chad Stahelski situation. Yep. Give every stuntman in Hollywood the chance to make a movie. Because what's, what's the other one? Atomic Blonde? What Atomic was, Blonde is another one of those, yes. You're like, okay, I love these guys. I love the work that they're doing. Let's give more of this. And Atomic please. Blonde, similar to Extraction in that it's kind of like, what's going on? Okay, never mind. <laughs> they're fighting again. It's fine. Um, just let them fight. Just let them fight. Just let them fight. Any closing thoughts on Extraction, Shay? No, I think you. I think everybody should watch this. Also, I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but the scene where we first see Thor jumps down, splashes into the water from like a hundred feet up in the air, and sits at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it was as soon, as soon as I as soon as I saw this, Jason. I was no, like, Do you remember they did that in Kickboxer? Yes, Jean Claude Van Damme. He goes uh, yeah. to the bottom of the whale and and, and then he, sits and cross-legged down there, like meditating. Like, Give it to me. Give me more. I'm gonna eat it all. I'm gonna eat it all. <laughs> that reminded me of like Kyle Corver, uh, carrying you know, the stones. Uh, yeah, it's a small forward Kyle Corver whose off-season workout routine involves carrying <laughs> stones like off the coast of Japan underwater. Last question before we end. We're yeah, going to yeah, end yeah, it yeah. right now. Yes or no, did Thor live? Is that him in the last he shot lives. we he, see when he comes up? Come you think so? I don't but think so. If, I, I hope so. If, I'm praying. Please, God, let him be alive. He's absolutely alive. And here's, here's, my, here's my reasoning for why he's alive. One, if he's dead, you show me. it. You don't do... So uh, this movie opens with like shot a in the neck. Yeah, it opens meteor res in the middle of the, basically the 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 end of the movie. It ends with a scene from the end of the movie mm-hmm. where it was. So it you, lets you know already. Okay, Tyler Rake is going to be in danger towards the end of this movie. He might might not live. If he dies, you show the body. One, two. Russo brothers have basically never made a movie where there wasn't a sequel. Really? Their whole career is sequel movies. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm They're going to do it again. They're going to bring it back. Please, God. And let me tell Please, you, Chris Hemsworth. Please, gods. Yes, Chris Hemsworth looked like he had a grand old time making this movie. So I think, I, I think he's alive. I think they're bringing him back. That's what okay. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And that's all for today. On behalf of myself, Shay, super producer, Kaya McMullen. Thanks for listening to TV Concierge on the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.